0: Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't
3: want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can
0: I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go.
3: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled.
2: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You
1: are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox
3: Sports Radio.
0: It's hour two on this Tuesday. We'll check in with Mark Sanchez, former Jets quarterback, about the situation with the Jets, and Zach Wilson. Also, what happened with the Arizona Cardinals? They're now 4-7 and seven and in trouble, heading the opposite direction of the San Francisco 49ers. Niners blowing out the Cardinals 38-10, to four touchdowns for Jimmy Garoppolo, and he had this to say about the atmosphere in Mexico City. The whole atmosphere tonight, I haven't played in the atmosphere or anything like this. It was electric. The fans were nuts. They were cheering throughout the whole game, which, uh, you know, it seemed like a soccer game at some point. It's just the the passion that they brought and everything like that. It was it was really cool. I would love to do it again. Here's Kyle Shanahan, the Niners head coach, on playing in Mexico City. Everywhere I've gone in Mexico, we've been given love like that. Um, and then to the feel here in Mexico City, it was so cool.
4: Um, I, I didn't know exactly how it was going to be, but... I mean, when they're booing the other team coming out and cheering for us, I mean, um, and we're this far away from home, I thought that was pretty special.
0: The key for the Niners is they're healthy. Elijah Mitchell, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk. Your quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, is healthy. is healthy. Defensive line, offensive line. They, they have all the ingredients here. The question is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. It usually comes down to Jimmy G. Because the NFC is there for the taking. That's why they went all in. They got Christian McCaffrey. Because they looked around and went, all right, everybody's beatable here. And we were trying to figure out the Niners. They lost to Denver. And you don't, I mean, you got to be really bad to lose to Denver. And they didn't put up points. And then you're thinking, all right, maybe they they were right about Jimmy Garoppolo. But it took him a while because he wasn't with the team. And they had moved on from him, told him he could seek a trade. And then trying to kind of play his way back into whatever Jimmy G is, whoever Jimmy G is. And you saw last night, he played extremely well. But I'm going to put a lot of blame on the Cardinals because that looked like a defense that didn't want to be out there, gave up. Troy Aikman even pointed that out on one play. Their guys just didn't want to tackle. And we're only 11 games into the season and it feels like that's a mess. But you've got everybody signed up. GM and coach are signed up through 2027. You're all in on Kyler Murray. The coach is expendable. So is the GM. The quarterback, not so much. And uh, Colt McCoy, I don't, you know, I don't expect, I didn't expect much out of him other than he would be a professional. He'd go out there and he would play and, and probably make a lot of the right calls. Doesn't have anywhere near the ability that Kyler Murray does. But, you know, you could hear Larry Fitzgerald in the pregame saying, hey, this guy's a leader. Uh, He's not going to be running around. Uh, Wide receivers love to know where the quarterback's going to be so they can run their rounds. Just the Niners were a far better team than the Cardinals. And, you know, momentum-wise, San Francisco should feel pretty good. Because, you know, Dallas and Philadelphia, one of those teams is going to be a wild card team. And going to go on the road, you know. San Francisco wins the division. Somebody's coming to see them. Yeah, Paul.
4: And San Francisco has the big opening. Rams are out basically. The Cardinals feel like they're almost out. Yeah. Seattle Seahawks—they're the surprise team and they're playing well. But right now, it's San Francisco and Seattle are tied at six and four.
0: They don't feel the same. Yeah, they don't feel the same. It—you know—I feel more confident in six and four San Francisco than I do eight and two uh, Vikings. Yeah,
3: more. Sorry, to go back to um, Jimmy G talking about Mexico. Mm-hmm. Are American fans tame compared to the rest of the world just in general?
0: Well, that's a soccer atmosphere, and and, and they're used to watching soccer, and that's far more spirited. If you've ever gone to a big-time soccer match, it's like, oh, my God. They never stop. They never stop. And, and they'll have their songs, their chants, derogatory chants. I mean, there there's stuff that's going on. You know, we're on our phones. We're, we're going to, I see, see my social media, what's going on. Uh, college football has that atmosphere in certain areas of the country, but soccer atmosphere is crazy great. And and the Niners talked about that. They were the home team last night. And when Cardinals came out, they were getting booed by these fans. Yeah, Paul.
4: It is is weird to look at the Rams. The Rams have been outscored by more than any team in the NFC. They're right now technically, they're the worst team in the NFC. They've been outscored by 59 points compared to their opponents. The next worst is the Cardinals, outscored by 56 points. Yeah. I mean, the Detroit Lions are are having a better season both the Rams and the Cardinals. Yeah. Wow. Both stat-wise and standings-wise.
0: Oscar-winning filmmaker Jordan Peele, his latest is an epic sci-fi nightmare. It's called Nope. And it's uh, streaming right now on Peacock. You can watch this show on Peacock and download the app. You can watch for free. We say good morning to those who are listening, radio affiliates, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. Poll question for hour two is what, Seton O'Connor?
3: Dave, let me update you first on a more awkward quarterback situation. Okay. Uh, Your choices for uh, this is good or bad quarterback situation. Mm -hmm. 49ers, Broncos, Cardinals, Saints. Right now... (laughs) Broncos are running away with it at 51% of the vote. (laughs) Now, that might be just a people-want-to-mess-with-Todd-Fritz sentiment. I'm not really sure. That's usually pretty high amongst this group. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, all he
0: does is win, has now won over 69% of his starts. That's the eighth-best-winning percentage among all quarterbacks in the Super Bowl era. So we're talking over 50 years. Jimmy Garoppolo has the eighth-best-winning percentage of those with at least 50 starts. Here's one for you. Debo Samuel had a 39-yard touchdown run. That's his 13th rushing touchdown of his career. That is the most by any wide receiver in NFL history. That's an interesting list, I'm going to guess. Can we find out who the other wide receivers are that have had rushing touchdowns? Debo Samuel, and granted, he's sort of a hybrid there. They line him up wherever they want to. I don't have the list. I don't know the list of these receivers who he uh, passed. So rushing touchdowns for a wide receiver. He has 13 in his career. Yeah, Paul.
4: I would throw out, without even knowing the list, maybe Heinz Ward? Seemed like he got the ball a lot on those reverses back in the day. Or odds, he also threw the ball.
0: Yeah, Marv. I'm going to go with Percy Harvin. Okay. I don't even know the list. I don't. I wouldn't consider Percy Harvin a wide receiver. He was one of those guys, he was just a baller. Yeah, yeah, you you kind of, they run that jet sweep with him. But I, I never looked at him as a wide receiver. He was just kind of, uh, I'm trying to think. Who would be? There's a group of guys that kind of fit in there that are like uh, Brian Westbrook. You know, he would be a hybrid that you'd put in there. Yeah, Paul.
4: I think I have the career record for rushing touchdowns by a wide receiver. Okay. Some of the names on there. Tavon Austin. Not a great career, but he got the ball a lot on those Jets. I thought he was going to be great. Oh. We've th- all loved him. I
0: thought he was going to be a hundred reception guy. For like seven years. Like I thought
3: that uh Terry Kill was gonna be the next Tavon Austin. Like that's he should have been. <laughs> that's what he should that's what Tavon Austin should have been. What else do you Hill. have, Paul? These are great.
4: Jerry Rice has ten rushing touchdowns. Of course he does. Oh. He got bored scoring uh the yeah. other way.
3: Yeah. Uh
4: Cordero Patterson, who I'm not sure what she he should be listed. Is he a wide receiver? He he's an he's almost a running back well, now. Well, he
0: has the most kickoff returns for touchdowns in NFL history.
4: He's going to probably be a Hall of Famer without starting that many ballgames.
0: Yeah, I, I think I talked to Peter King about that. You know, he was, I think he kind of dismissed it that, hey, it's a nice stat or two with Cordero Patterson.
4: He started less than one third of his career games. He's listed as a wide receiver. The past two years, he's been listed as a running back with number 84, which is very cool, with Atlanta. He's got uh, 19 rushing touchdowns. He's got 15 receiving touchdowns. He's got a ton of...
0: But how many return touchdowns does he have? I think he's got like you know 10 or 11 kickoff returns.
4: Yeah, he's got... uh, (laughs) I think 10 kickoff returns for touchdowns. Does anybody have stats like that? And he's been an All-Pro four times. He'll probably be an All-Pro again. Yeah. But he's almost positionless. Yeah, he just returned a kick this past weekend. The other guys on this list... um, there's some really old guys. Tyreek Hill has six touchdowns okay. as a wide receiver. Right. Jarvis Landry has five. Ooh. Percy Harvin, five for his career. Right. So there's some other guys Ooh. who are the hybrid Ooh. players, like Cordell Stewart, but they I don't he was never a wide receiver.
0: No, but so Debo Samuel has the most rushing touchdowns. Yeah,
4: 13 a, rushing touchdowns and only 47 games played.
0: Mm. All right, uh, phone calls are welcome. We'll talk to Mark Sanchez. He'll join us coming up in a little bit here. We will... Uh, Talk some World Cup as well. The big upset this morning: Saudi Arabia over Argentina. That would be the country ranked 50th versus the country ranked third, Argentina. And I don't, I don't think I called that. I think I talked about, hey, don't sleep on Saudi Arabia. Right? Yeah, don't (laughs) sleep on them. You know, Argentina may take them lightly. Something like that. They're vulnerable. (laughs) Should have bet on that one.
3: Yeah. Watch out! They're second half team. Yeah, they are. Very clearly said. I did. They are a second half team. Very clearly. And then I think I said, you know,
0: if you're if you're going to let Gareth Bale decide a soccer match, you're going to lose because he will beat you. Now he didn't beat the United States, but uh, on the PK, yeah, you know, and a man bun. You said America
4: should not get called for penalties if they can avoid
0: it. They should try not to, you know, get called uh, for penalty kicks. There, typically a good way to lose. Yeah. Todd, Todd, I come in this morning, and Fritz, he goes, "You know what I love about the World Cup?" I go, "Oh no, what?" When they hand the card, they show you the card. When they present the card to you, that you've here's a yellow
3: card.
1: just find that very entertaining. They get almost right in your face, almost poke your eye out with it. Yellow card for you. Yes,
3: stop arguing. Come here. That's I love the wave back when they call them back. No, no, don't walk away. Come back. Come back. (laughs) Come back. back. Yellow card. (laughs) the dreaded yellow card. Yes, yes, Mark. I know Seam probably hates this, but every single, every four years during the World Cup when the U.S. doesn't perform well, the same question comes up. Are the best athletes playing soccer? Like, or how can the U.S. improve? It is just the worst question. I know nothing about soccer. Could you imagine if we had
0: Kyler Murray and LeBron playing soccer? Well, I think ESPN <laughs> or Sports
3: Center, somebody just sent out this. Uh, Picture of imagine if this was our roster and it was like Steph Curry and LeBron and all this stuff. Like, what Steph Curry would be a terrible soccer player. He's like he's he's gigantic compared to all these dudes. He couldn't play. Really? Yeah. What is he six four? So that that would be like Virgil Van Dyke. Oh, Vir, oh, Virg. Wow. Right. Wait, Definitely Virgil. Wait, who's that other guy that uh
0: Peter
4: Crouch? He was very tall, but he was six seven.
0: No, there was a guy Harland. Is that?
3: What's his name? He uh, has—is it H A A? Holland. Yeah, is that him? Erling Holland. He's big. He is big. Yeah, 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 he's big. He could be like that. Yeah, he's more LeBron-ish, except like. Four inches shorter. He's the LeBron of of soccer? He could be. Uh,
0: Yes, Todd.
4: You think a soccer player ever said to the ref after the yellow card's put in his face, that's not my card. It was eight of clubs.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I would
1: love to have the opportunity to say that.
3: You're so slick. Wrong
1: eight of clubs. Jack of spades. Wrong.
0: (laughs) All right. I'm going to give you a bloop for that. (laughs) George in Vegas leads us off. Hey, George, what's on your mind today? (laughs)
5: Hey, Dan, good morning, Five ten two zero five. Hey, I had a comment about the, uh, the announcers that take away from the game. Now there's a lot of anticipation and build up in soccer. So I really enjoy, I try to watch it in English and I'm glad I'm by because I had to switch over to the Spanish broadcast, man. Cause listening to it in English is like eating food with no seasoning. It's terrible. Okay, And you talk about people that take away from the game. What about Dick Vitale? Man, that guy's horrible to listen to. Dookie, baby, paper,
1: dandy. No one <laughs> wants to hear all that. It's called a game, bro.
0: I know. I know. Dickie V sometimes will you know hijack a game. But he does love the game. And, and you know what? At the time, ESPN needed that. That Dickie V was going to be on the call and, and it was a big deal. I, I just I've always loved the, you know Doc Emmerich, best play by play guy, and and you know he he was always he captured the game, and he had emotion, but he didn't he never ever took a game, he never hijacked it, it always felt like he was there to complement the game, yes he.
3: That's like. I feel like what that caller is talking about, too, because there are some, like, cultural things that go into this that that I totally get. I think the American broadcasts are pretty terrible. The English broadcasts are pretty great, though, because they just have a very colorful way of describing the game, and they're sort of talking around the game, but not necessarily doing the play-by-play and Mm -hmm. hitting things. And and so I think that that's actually really well done.
0: Yeah, I agree with the cultural part of it. I just – it always felt like the guy who was calling the action – wants to get in on the
3: action by how he calls, you know, he says goal. Like Enos Cantor, Cantor is, a, is a legend. Yes, he is. An absolute legend. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, Paul. I,
4: I do like the British broadcasters, especially with soccer. Like,
3: that was
0: a
4: rubbish, rubbish ball in. Yeah, like I like the words they use,
0: rubbish. <laughs> yeah. It's like Tommy Heinsohn when he used to call <laughs> the Celtics games. They, they were always great but because you could hear – When he was angry or that, you know, he wanted somebody thrown out or wanted to fight somebody.
3: Yes. I wish I knew who this one dude was, but NBC has a guy who does the games and he's hilarious. I don't know if he's Scottish or what, but he's like, they're rolling around like a a bag of kittens on the deck of a sailboat. There's just no control. (laughs) And you're like, this dude is hilarious.
0: (laughs) You did say deck of a on the think, deck
3: of a sailboat. Okay.
4: I think that's Roy Hodgson. <laughs> oh I, Roy God. Hodgson is a, is a longtime British uh, announcer, and he will do that.
0: Like, Hilarious.
4: That's good. Not yeah. since the sinking of the Titanic have I seen you. Know, like, he's <laughs> like, just a own goal. Relax.
3: He's the tallest tree in the forest, and he's a sequoia. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> let's take a break. Mark Sanchez will join us. What would he do if he were Robert Sala? with his quarterback. I'm going to put him in that locker room where you're asked about, did you let your defense down? What should Zach Wilson have said? Or did he say what was on his mind? Therefore, that's good. Mark Sanchez, which one is coming up next. Back after this. Uh, I love the reaction. And we just started talking about Legacy Box yesterday, but make sure you take advantage of this because it's a simple, safe way to digitize your treasured videotapes Film reels, photos, we all have them, and we all say the same thing God, I got to get this transferred so nothing happens. Protecting against mold, decay over time, a flood. You want to make sure you always have all of these memories. And Legacy Box is what Better Homes and Gardens called the most sentimental gift to make this holiday season special. They got a Black Friday sale that's going on right now. You're going to get 65% off because you listen to this program. Make sure that you digitize those home movies and photos. Take advantage of this. Legacy Box, they're giving our uh, listeners the biggest deal, best deal of the year. Visit LegacyBox.com Patrick. Get 65% off for Black Friday. Limited quantities, ready to ship. The deal will go fast. LegacyBox.com Patrick. LegacyBox.com Patrick. Tell them we sent you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. but. When the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like copays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn
2: more.
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got
0: some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right. That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. more phone calls coming up got football on thanksgiving you start to look at some of these matchups the giants and the cowboys and will it come down to who wins this game that odell beckham's going to play for either the giants or the cowboys at least that's been the report new england will be at minnesota cincinnati at tennessee green bay at philadelphia just to mention a couple we bring in our good buddy mark sanchez he was in the broadcast booth for the Panthers and the Ravens week 11. He'll be on the call for the Saints at the 49ers. Former quarterback, now analyst for Fox Sports. Mark, thanks for joining us. Where do you see the Niners right now? If, <laughs> if we did power rankings in the NFC, where do you have San Francisco?
5: I mean, they're in the top handful for sure. Um, you see Jimmy G taking care of the football and distributing the ball well it looks like you know there's always teams right at the trade deadline who make this final push and like okay we're we're all in and then we're going to show you how all in we are we're going to go get christian mccaffrey we're going to go pick up a receiver we're going to go pick up a tight end whatever it takes so clearly they're in on it and um you know thanks for not leading me off with uh with the Jets, Zach wilson
0: (laughs) (laughs) stuff. <laughs> well, I could have I could have led you off with something else with the Jets. Today's the anniversary uh, from their game. Today's Oh,
5: the... come on. I didn't one bring of our it playoff up. wins. My bad. Oh, sorry.
0: 10 year <laughs> 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah, the anniversary. The fumble. Yeah.
5: You're better
0: than that. No, I, 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 I am. I, I thought you were referencing that, I was like thinking. No, no, no. I, I it was. <laughs> How about we try this? I'm actually here. You know what? Let's try this again. Three, two, two. one. 20-second timeout. Yeah. Yes, Mark Sanchez joining us. Uh, we'll get to the Jets coming up in a moment, and we're back. Okay, if if but the best team in the <laughs> NFC right now is who? Ooh, I, before last
5: week, I would have said. Minnesota, you know. Oh, really? Um, geez, I, I just thought they were playing so so well, but you could tell they had a little bit of a hangover after that huge win um, against Buffalo, and that kind of thing happens, you know. Uh, the year I want to say, my second year with the Jets, we went up on Monday night. We beat the Pats early in the year, and went up on Monday night and got beat thirty-eight to three or forty-two to three, something ridiculous, to the point where. Rex actually physically dug a hole behind the facility and buried a game ball, meaning we're not going to talk about it anymore. We're plenty embarrassed. I don't want to see the film anymore. You know, we'll go see those guys later on in the year, potentially in the playoffs. And we did in the divisional. Wait, did you have a ceremony
0: um, where he brought the whole team out and buried the football? Oh,
5: he brought the whole team out, buried the ball. That's how embarrassed (laughs) it was. Like it it was that bad. It was so bad. I, I said it the other day, uh, but i think that game i put lee bodden in the pro bowl i mean i threw him like four picks or something ridiculous he bought me he bought me a drink at that super bowl actually because we were both doing uh some event or whatever but we were at the bar and he sends me a drink and the bartender goes hey this is from lee bodden and i was like what the hell and i see him across the bar he's like thanks boss i'm like
0: you put him in the pro bowl with one game Oh, uh, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, let me talk about the the Jets situation here. And, yeah. you know, when you hear Zach, Oof. when you hear Zach Wilson being asked about, you know, do you apologize? Uh, well, we'll put it in context. Uh, we'll just play it. Here's Zach Wilson after the loss.
1: The, as an offense, though, I mean, when you guys are only able to score three points, the defense only lets up three points. I mean, do you, do you feel like you let the defense down at all? No. no.
0: Thank you. Okay.
1: What do you do? Oh,
0: man. <laughs> Wait, is that a beer? No, 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 it's water. Oh, okay. I thought, um, I, I didn't want you to start drinking at, you know, 1030 in the morning. World,
5: World Cup, baby.
0: <laughs> um, no,
5: uh, we, here's the deal. You don't, you don't ever want to let anybody, but especially in this kind of media market, you don't want to let them see you sweat. Right? Like, you'd like to avoid that if you can. And I know Rex sounded off on him. Uh, I feel like every other week I catch strays from Rex <laughs> on TV. <laughs> but yesterday he actually had my back. And this is something you can't argue. I, I can't say I was the most talented. I can't say I was the most successful. I can't. There's certain things, you know, certain performances weren't better than others, whatever. But what I can always tell you is I, I fell in the sword. And that's just what you do it's part of being the position it's more than just the x's and o's it's who you become when somebody walks in the room head and shoulders above everybody else you're the quarterback and people should be able to know that that's that's just what you sign up for the good the bad the ugly okay the easiest way in my opinion to handle what he had to handle and it was a it was a you know i'm no attorney but not maybe badgering the witness but leading the witness your honor like it's a little ridiculous the question however that question doesn't even exist if you step up to the podium and just say guys you know what that was a tough one for us and we got to get better and it starts with me right there Mm -hmm. you just eliminate so much but if you never say anything if you don't acknowledge it and you just keep going through your press conference of course, you're going to get that question. And then, you know, it just looked a little, you know, like he's just trying to avoid it and he he won't own it. And it's, it's a big boy game now in a big boy city. And um, he's feeling I mean, I mean, there I remember waking up after rough games and just like, damn, here we go. (laughs) You're gonna have to step up to that podium. But at the same time, I remember running up the tunnel after winning and after playing well and all those things. So it it all kind of goes together. And it, right now, it just feels a little big for him. You know what I mean? It just feels like uh, like it's a little too much. And, well, and it's, it's wonder, really hard.
0: I wonder, because you were playing in Los Angeles, and at the time, they didn't have an NFL team. So the NFL team right. was USC. And it felt like you were at least accustomed to facing the media. <laughs>
5: One hundred percent. I can't uh, agree with you enough. And if anybody, if anybody was primed and prepared for this stage, it would have been me. Based on my experience with the media, with beat writers, and interacting with that kind of stuff, and still there was a learning curve. Yeah. And still, I, Whoa. You know, your words carry weight here. Like, dang, that press conference is legit. Here, <laughs> there's a lot going on. So, if you can imagine that my kind of learning curve from LA USC, big time program, all that, and now you're going from, you know, Provo to here, that's a that's a big jump. So, um, you know, I think I think he's experiencing that now, and and um, it's difficult.
0: Well, Ross Tucker, who played in the NFL, said yesterday that uh, Zach was defensive. You're you know, you're defensive. Because yeah. you may be insecure about this if, if you own the team you own the moment then act like that and you get defensive that's not the time to be defensive that's you go on the offensive to say just like you did put out
5: the fire yes you know put out the well, fire. well there's no before... fire
0: there's no fire he built a fire and then lit the match to it yeah there there would be nothing we would not be we would be talking about his poor play would you start but, him the and next that's
5: week? the thing they're they're gonna talk about the if you throw five touchdowns or throw five interceptions, they gotta report it. Somebody's gonna talk about it, right? <laughs> like it's gonna happen either way.
0: Would See, you start him well in the next game? It. Would you start him?
5: The way here's what you gotta ask yourself. Like, is he gonna give us the best chance to win? Is he putting the team at risk by putting the football at risk consistently? And right now he's done that in a couple of you know knucklehead plays whatever I, i'm i'm okay with a miscommunication a bad throw uh, a really good defensive play whatever but when if you get too careless with the football you're going to make people ask like all right is there somebody else on the roster that can take care of the football better than than the person playing right now um can flacco do it probably based on the way this defense is playing um it sounds like you know the headman wasn't uh you know he was non-committal about him starting um gosh I, it's so hard to say like I, I can't say bench him I just I've been there too I got benched for Greg McElroy like Greg and I joke about it now at the time it was awful but first play of the game I throw an interception on a read that I know better like I tried to force a ball and and immediately Rex is like no we're not doing that get out and it was probably the right move. You know, <laughs> like I'd, you hold the hopes and dreams and aspirations of the entire organization when you hold the football. And if you're going to put the football in jeopardy, you can't play. You you just can't do it. So, um, God, I can't. I'm going to go Robert Sala noncommittal on this one. I don't know. Uh,
0: talking to Mark Sanchez, Fox NFL analyst. He has uh, the Niners coming up. Saints at the Niners coming up this weekend. The Arizona Cardinals situation is interesting because they signed up everybody long-term, coach, GM, uh, quarterback, and it just feels like there's something that's missing there that is not going to be good here by the end of the season. What do you think?
5: Yeah, I don't don't think guys mic'd up and (laughs) being able to watch the conversations on the sidelines on like a Wednesday have really helped that situation. Sorry, I keep getting a phone call. Um, I, it sounds like something's off. It, it looks like there's communication issues. But once again, I'm not in that locker room. You could just tell by by the way it's going down. Um, you know, I thought Cole played all right. He, he came in and tried to do his job last night. But it's, you know, they were built for Kyler to play. And, um, you know, you start asking yourself questions about, everything going on, the whole clause in the contract, like all that stuff starts to come up again, you know, when it, when it doesn't go right.
0: And. uh, But wide receivers talk about, you know, when you have a quarterback in the pocket, you can run your routes. You you sort of know there's timing and all of that with Kyler Lamar, when these guys are going to be running and, and, you know, I think it's harder for these receivers. So they probably look at somebody like, Jimmy Garoppolo or Colt McCoy, you kind of know where sure. the quarterback's going to be and helps you do your job a little bit more. Is that a fair assessment of these, um, these quarterbacks? I'd say
5: that's fair. I'd say, you know, generally speaking, more of a pocket passer, like the coordinator or the quarterback coach, the receiver coach, when the ball snapped or right before, you're pretty good idea based on what you're seeing. Like, okay, the ball's either going to go here, here, or here, or... Oh, boy, I hope we make a good decision here because this doesn't look good. Um, When you get guys who have that special ability to extend plays, you have to be nails on your scramble rules, meaning, okay, this is the play. This is the original play. But as soon as he breaks contain, as soon as, you know, something goes different than what we planned, boom, this is our new plan. This is our contingency plan. When he goes this way, I need someone shallow. I need someone trailing. If you're deep, stay deep. If you're close to the quarterback, find a window and get in phase with him so I can, you know, find a lane and and find you. It just looks off. Something looks off and they're not all on the same page. Um, And uh, it's, it's really showing on the field.
0: Caleb Williams reminds you of who?
5: He's got a little Mahomes to him. Um, I keep hearing he's that got it a little. Yeah, like, yeah it, it's I, I think some of it's like the arm angle and the the um, innate like God given talent with his arm. It, it's it's special and he'll extend plays. Sometimes he'll like drop back and then it almost looks like the old. Um, um, gosh, it was it. We used to call it like a sprint. And basically, you'd, you'd drop back three steps to kind of get the defense to to, to bite and, and get the pass rush to bite. And then you'd kind of boot out to your left or right. But you'd have to set them for a second, almost like setting the hook and fishing kind of deal. Like you wait and boom, set the hook. Well, Caleb can drop back and then kind of drops back again <laughs> a couple times in the game. He'll just like move to the right like six steps and then just reestablish his base and look around. I'm like, whoa, what's he doing? You know, how's, how's he doing that? A lot of guys can't reassess, right? Like as soon as you break the pocket and everything changes, the picture changes, he's out of it, reestablishes himself, and has this ability to to find everybody again. It's That's really hard to do, and he does it with ease. Um, you know, I, I thought the only issue in that game the other day is just at the end of the game, you know, you can't take that sack, right? Like keep your team down there, get the field goal, but you know, they, they overcome it and win the game. So it doesn't matter. But, um, he's, he's one of the best in the country, hands down. And he looks like he's having fun. Um, and in an offense like that, you know, you get to air it out like crazy. It's really fun to watch.
0: How much do you hate Notre Dame? (laughs)
5: Um, I don't know if I ever like hated them. Uh, I'll tell you what I did hate. We used to stay at that crappy hotel when you go on the road and the whole thing, you know, like those indoor pools and the whole thing smells like chlorine and like, it just kind of hurts to breathe in there. (laughs) It was terrible. (laughs) I used to hate going to to wherever we had to go. Um, but I do remember, you know, my, um, my recruiting visit there and they said, you know, you got to live on campus for three years and, all this stuff. And, and, you know, coming from Southern California, the town was, you know, as big as our high school. I was like, <laughs> what the heck is going on out here? You know, this is this is different. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work for the kid here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who was the quarterback, though, you would have competed with at Notre Dame?
5: At Notre Dame, Brady Quinn was there. Um, I don't know if they ended up taking anybody in the same class colt ended up going to texas i tripped to texas ohio state notre dame um mac brown was one of the best i mean we're talking used car salesman now he was awesome he sold texas so hard and i was you know i had no reason they're taking a kid named colt mccoy who lived up the street okay <laughs> yes <laughs> my dad's like are you kidding me? Yeah. You got no <laughs> some shot. Some kid named Sanchez, some <laughs> Mexican kid from California. Like, are you nuts? <laughs> the
0: kid's name is Colt McCoy. Like, no, <laughs> no chance. It should have been Colt. So. Colt Austin. You know exactly. Austin exactly. McCoy so. would have would have exactly. fit. Uh, Jimmy Clausen probably was there, wasn't he? Oh
5: J- uh, no, he was after me though.
0: Oh, okay. he was after me. Okay.
5: Getting too old, man.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, safe travels there. Up to uh, San Francisco. That's not a well. You're in New York now. Then you got to go back and then go up.
5: Go back home, do a little Thanksgiving celebration. Um, you know, it used to be my favorite holiday till you bring up uh, I, kind of anniversaries. You know. I, I, <laughs>
0: I, I seriously thought you were bringing up the anniversary because you were oh, going to get okay. out in front of it. You were going to be the anti-Zach Wilson. There we go. There. You were going <laughs> to bring it all together. You were going to bring it up and and you were going <laughs> to mention that it's the ten-year anniversary of the Bud phone Put out the fire. That's it. That's my bad, man. I read the room yes. wrong. I, I I pulled a Zach Gosh. Wilson. I I'm going to take ownership.
5: That was that was really the knock on you coming out in the draft. You know, <laughs> just reading the room
0: and. <laughs> Uh, great to talk to you, as always.
5: You guys are awesome. Appreciate Thank it.
0: you, buddy. Uh, good sport. Mark Sanchez. He has some funny lines in there. He's got uh, Saints at the 49ers. We'll take a break. Uh-oh. Looks like Auburn's got a new football coach. Or do they? We'll have that for you coming up. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan and We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex you get your podcasts
0: basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year anything can happen last minute buzzer beaters gaps in health coverage but when the last one happens you need affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover you may have seen the affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches but did you know affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance look Health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness And that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
0: Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. All right, so here's the report last night. This is uh, John Sokoloff. Is that uh, the reporter here, Paulie? Yeah, he's uh, from a
4: CBS station in northern
0: Mississippi. He's the sports director. Okay, he says, breaking. Head coach Lane Kiffin plans to step down as the Rebels head coach Friday, head to Auburn to become the Tigers' next head coach, according to sources. Sources say the Tigers haven't officially offered the job to anybody yet, so Lane to Auburn is happening story soon. So he's going, but then sources say Auburn hasn't offered the job to anybody. Aren't they offering it to him? Lane Kiffin responded by saying, that's news to me, John, nice sources. Now, he could be being coy because he's you know, trying to get through this next week or so, I'm guessing. Maybe get a pay. Maybe it's the less Miles. Hey, I'm thinking about leaving. It felt like he was going to Arkansas every two years. And then they go, well, we're going to give you a pay raise there. But right now, Lane Kiffin says the news to me. Nice sources. Yes, Paulie?
4: Yeah, the, the report by John Sokoloff says plans to step down on Friday. It's very specific to be the Auburn head coach. I wonder if it's one, one of those reports that's premature. You know, I, of course Auburn's going to kick the tires on lots of different people. They could have kicked ca- – oh, a little Auburn fight song? <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want to play the Lane Kiffin game? What, what is the Lane Kiffin oh, game? We play this about every three years, Dan. On Monday morning, Lane Kiffin will be the Ole Miss head coach, the Ole Miss head coach with a healthy raise, mm-hmm. <laughs> or the Auburn head coach.
0: How long has he been at Ole Miss? At least two years. Okay. Well, that's an eternity. Uh, I don't know enough about this story. To You know enough about him. Yeah, but I don't know. He, it feels like he's done a great job at Ole Miss. When he gets to a, a school... He usually gives them relevancy, but I—I think we've looked at Auburn. Would Dion Sanders be the guy? Feels like you know, if you were saying, "All right, we're going to take a chance." If I'm Auburn, I would offer it to Dion because Dion's different than any coach in America. When you recruit Dion, walks into your house, it's different. Now you can say, "Well, when Nick Saban walks in, true." Dion will relate to these younger athletes. And Lane Kiffin, uh, uh, you know, a beautiful offensive mind. But if you said, hey, I got somebody who might make a big difference here, Dion would be the guy. But if Lane's interested in, you know, I don't know what they're going to pay at Auburn. Now, sometimes you're like, "Ah, I've been here two years, three years. Now I'm going to go someplace else. Would I be surprised? No, if he left. No, I would not. Would I be surprised if he stayed
3: and got a raise? No, I would not. Yes, he... Why would Lane Kiffin step down for a job he hasn't been offered? Well, I'm not sure I understand
0: the report. Because he's going, but then they haven't offered him the job. They haven't offered the job to anybody. It feels like if he's going, then they've offered him the job. That would be awkward if he shows up. Hey, I'm ready. Hey, hey, we didn't offer you the job. So where's my parking spot? Yeah. Yeah. a Dion's parking spots right there. Yes, Paul.
4: I have a Deion Sanders theory. I think he's going to keep his name out there for lots of jobs this year and next year to put a bigger spotlight on what he's doing at Jackson State, and he'll stick around for at least the near future. I think at least this year, I don't think he'll take a bigger job this year. because I think Plus his son's there, right? His son's his quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see him staying there. He well, can
0: bring his son with him. He sure could. But I, I wonder, you don't take a job just to leave a job or, you know, get a pay raise. You want to take the right job so he can succeed. And I think that that's the difference because we thought, well, he could go to Nebraska. I thought Deion's not going to Nebraska. Um, where else can he go? These jobs are going to open up. I'm, I'm still shocked that Florida State didn't go, come on in, revitalize the program here because he will recruit. He's gotten recruits to go to Jackson State that are big time prospects. Yeah, Paul, you know it'd be awesome if someday, when either uh, Florida
4: or Miami is down again, which might not be too long from now, they call Deion Sanders
0: and take him. You know, the guy who. But played. does he go then? Florida State passed. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised. Man, love college football. Yeah, but this, to me, this is where it's always disingenuous, where we're always critical of the players and uh, NIL money. And, you know, coaches can go. Coaches have been doing the transfer portal for years. Players, they're taking take advantage of every opportunity you can. Because these coaches do. How about Texas A&M? Is that going to be open? I mean... It's big time business, man. (laughs) You go, all right. We we're gonna lose ninety million here. We're gonna write a check, but you know, we we're going to the SEC. We gotta we gotta be ready to go here. We're in the SEC. Oh. One more item. We close out hour two. Make sure you act on this now because time is running out. GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com can help you if you have a business with five or more employees managed to survive COVID. You could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. The great news is it's not a loan. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge has been getting your hands on it. And that's where GetRefunds.com comes in handy because they've assembled a team of tax attorneys, highly trained, in a little known payroll tax refund program and they've already returned over a billion dollars to businesses and they can maybe help you as well. They do all the work, no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. Go to getrefunds.com, click on qualify me, answer a few questions and see if you do qualify. It's available only for a limited amount of time. Getrefunds.com Go Good
2: luck Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
3: At these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
1: This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Let's go places.